What's going on? It's your boy, Che Cole, and you're now tuned in to episode 96 of the Cold Therapy Podcast entitled American Idols. Let's get into it. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Che Cole. And man, I'm super excited. This is not going to be an easy topic to discuss, but I'm excited to talk about it because I've been talking to people about it all week. Um, and just recognizing it, honestly, just how many idols we have i have right um i think we're just gonna hop into it because i think a lot of our desires a lot of the things that we want are actually idols and we don't acknowledge it many times we maybe because we don't recognize that it is an idol but just to get on common ground right we'll establish what an idol is so we're gonna say that an idol for the purposes of this episode is anything that takes us away from God and it's Hard to believe, but even things of God can be an idol. What do you mean by that, Che? I'm glad you asked. What I mean by that is, so I'll, I'll use this for an example, right? And I actually had a conversation about this this week, but it was a different scenario, but same topic. I remember in a Bible study, couple months ago we were talking about spiritual gifts um, more specifically we were talking about coveting uh, so coveting is whenever you uh, desire something that someone else has right and I said I asked a question to uh, the pastor who was facilitating the Bible study, I said, because whenever you hear coveting, you automatically assume that it's something materialistic in nature, right? You covet that car, you covet that house, right? You may covet someone's life, their financial status, right? Those are, could be considered worldly things, right? But what happens when you covet and this was the question I asked can you covet something that is a good thing you know like a gift of teaching or 
the gift of preaching, the gift of singing, whatever the case may be. And it is still, they explained to me that it is still coveting, right? Because you are telling God that what you have is not enough. What he gave you is not enough, right? And so when we talk about idols, anything that takes the place of God. So to me, that means that I can have an idol that seems to be good in nature. So let's make it practical. For many singles, marriage may be an idol to you. And we're going somewhere with this, I promise. And it's not going to be comfortable. I'm sorry. I apologize. But it's going to help you. Trust me. Um, financial increase, for many, can be an idol. Okay? Uh, what else did I want to use as an example um, well, I guess that'll do for now. It's hard to think because you're, you, you look at marriage and you say, well, it is a, a godly thing, right? It's, um, an ordained institution. But what happens is we often mistake the gift and the giver, right? So whenever we value, this is what God spoke to me, Holy Spirit spoke to me as I continue to meditate on this topic, right? Whenever we value the gift more than the giver, that being God, we have created an idol. And I can't give you the rest just yet. I got to wait till after the break to give you that part. But I say all that to say that will make you question why do you want the things that you want? Why do you desire the things that you want, right? Is it truly so that God could get the glory? Or is it for selfish reasons? Is it, you know, so that you could... Uh, have someone not be lonely, you know, um, that type of thing, right? And some other things that we won't talk about right now for the purposes of this episode. Do you want the financial increase so that you can flex on some people? So that you can buy, you know, that car, that house, and stunt on Instagram? Or is it so that you can help build the kingdom, right? Motives matter. Motives matter. They really do. Um, and so that's why you have to be careful with this statement that God knows my heart. Because he does. He knows it better than we do. Uh, but the problem is, and I'm getting on a tangent here. And I had this conversation as well earlier this week. But the problem 
that many of us have, and especially when it comes to relationships, is how do you measure someone's intentions? You can't, right? Um, and that's the problem for, you know, some of the people who are more genuine, uh, who have pure intentions. It's because we're so used and, and people have become so accustomed to uh, people with evil intentions and people with uh, misplaced intentions that pure intentions and pure motives aren't valued. Or you think that someone's being manipulative, right? And we have to be careful with that. So getting back to the topic at hand, I would suggest that many of us have these idols. And there's a reason I called this episode American Idol. Not just because of the show and to build a bridge of, you know, modernization into the subject matter. But there's a reason and we'll talk about it. The scripture for this episode is First John chapter 5. This is a New King James Version. Uh, it's verse 21, sorry. So it's First John chapter 5, verse 21. Again, New King James Version. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. <laughs> I really love that. I'm going to read it again because I like it so much. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. So, not too much explains to do on that scripture, right? It says to keep yourselves from idols. And in America, we have so many idols. The American dream is an idol for many. The magic number in a 401k in retirement savings is an idol. For some, that marriage, that house, the followers on Instagram, social media, period, can be an idol. The car, the name brand clothes, right? Check this out. Even down to children. Can be an idol. Ones you don't have yet. And those that you do have. Right. And one thing that. You know God. Is really. Speaking to me about. Uh, in terms of. Idols. In our wants and desires perhaps when you think about the things that you've been praying about when you think about some of the desires that you have and the things you want to see maybe it's 
not happening. Maybe you haven't received it yet. Because God knows that if I give this thing now, it will only be an idol. And so I got to get you to a place where you want relationship with God. You want that experience with God greater than you want that thing, that relationship, right? And once you get to that place, then I can release some of those things to you. It's not that I want to withhold it from you. It's not that I don't want you to have it. It's just at this moment in time, I just can't release it to you. And that's really eye-opening, right? To have that awareness, to have that um, insight. Because I can tell you, it's some things that I've been praying for. It's some stuff that Shay really wants, right? <laughs> and I don't know if I receive those things right now if it would be the best thing for me. After God really spoke to me about that, I was like, okay, God, I get it. So maybe it's about replacing these idols that we have, these desires that we have with God, right? Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you, right? So the problem is, and I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself because there's some things that I really want to discuss with you because I think it's going to help you. But I'm going to go ahead and allude to it now because I think the problem is, the issue is, for a lot of us, we don't truly value the things of God. And what I mean by that is everything that God has for us, everything that God desires for us is free. Right. Fruit of the Spirit, they're all free. Right. He gives to his children freely. And so whenever we start to value the things of God, the things of the world seem less interesting, right? Because you don't value peace until there's a certain circumstance in your life that that all you want in life and all you desire is peace, right? But when you have that peace, what happens is you get peace for uh, a couple months. And in that moment of peace, in that moment of joy, right, you start valuing some other stuff. You start valuing and having security in the way life is. You have security and, and you start to value, you know, your money, your cars, your houses, all that kind of stuff, right? And what happens is then you start to to lose that peace, you start to lose that joy. 
because those things can't fulfill us, right? These idols that we create, those things can't fulfill us. And many of us are searching and seeking for answers. We're uh, desiring and longing for certain stuff, right? Thinking that if I just had this thing, if I just had that relationship, if I just had this amount of money, if I just had this salary, if I just had this thing, I would be fulfilled. And because you want it so bad, it's become an idol. And it could be something that God wants you to have. That is the craziest thing to me. God could be saying, yes, I want to give it to you. But right now you value that thing more than you value our relationship. And so here's the other thing, and I'm going to wrap this up because I'm getting excited and there's so much more that I want to share. But I've gotten ahead of myself on two different things. So let me share this real quick and then we're going to be done. Okay, so what many people are doing or are trying to do. Yeah, I got to follow me here because this is going to sound crazy, but follow me. A lot of people are attempting to manipulate God. You think that, okay, I prayed, I gave my tithes, I went to church, I'm serving, I'm living right. Okay, God, God's going to come through in this area. God's going to open that door. God's going to give me what I want. You even fasted for it. Right? But one thing, and I might have shared this already on here, is whenever you're fasting, you don't fast with a specific answer in mind. You don't Pray and ask God for, or try to direct his steps, right? You don't try to tell God how to move and how to come through for you. That's manipulation. Say, I've done these things. God, this is how you got to come through for me. It's not how it works. It's not how God works. Because God is sovereign. God is, right, Alpha and Omega. So he's not entitled to do anything for me. Because everything that he did or wanted to do, he's already done. So anything else that he gives me is out of abundance it's a blessing right I was saddened to see the tragedy of Dwayne Haskins and it always puts into perspective for me how precious life is how dare we complain about 
getting older. When that's a blessing from God because God didn't have to wake you up this morning. He's not entitled to give you breath. He's not entitled to give you that thing that you so desire. Right? Man, I want to go so much deeper. But this has already gone longer than I want it to. So I thank you all for tuning in. And as always, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Cold Therapy. Like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it on. And I'm your host, Che Cole. Until next time, peace. Peace.